Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Happy first day back of maternity leave being over. Welcome back to the show for a permanent amount of time. It is Jackie O. Hi, I'm so excited to be here for a permanent amount of time. <laughs> My maternity leave is officially over. I don't know, you guys are like, wait, you've been here. What's the difference? Now, like, no more guest co-hosts every other day. I am back. I'm here to stay. Hopefully, you know, things continue to go according to plan. But, you know, at three months, like, the baby really is changed. On a schedule. On a schedule. He's, like, so busy at this time of day doing Harold's and Ting's. And mama's got to work. Mama's got to put milk on the table. Mama's got to put milk in her titties. Milk in her titties, milk on the table. And so now, yeah, I'm back. This was really my plan. And it went according to plan. 100%. After one month, I was back one day a week. After two months, I was back two to three days a week. After three months, I'm back permanently. And I just want to say, like, when I made the plan, I didn't know what to expect. Right. And at times in the last three months, I was like, how am I ever going to get back to work? Like, I'm not sleeping. There's so much going on. And even though there's still so much going on, things are more manageable. And at this time during the day, it's actually, I mean, we've always said this, that like, this is the ideal schedule for working moms. Working mom. Because we get to be in the studio for like a few hours and then really work from home the rest of the day. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to be back and just start to, you know, get get back to back to normal as a mom new normal the new normal and I'm, I'm i'm really here for it and also like i had the most productive weekend like i don't think anyone's ever accomplished more in a weekend than that's i the did best feeling because not only did i parent you raise know, a child raise a child that's huge too bryce as well don't forget bryce oh don't forget bryce oh we have our new studio accoutrements thank you to the wonderful toasters who i believed were named molly and shannon or i'm just getting confused with molly, molly shannon. shannon um for giving us these lifelike pillows of bruno and theo honestly when we walk into the studio it's very jarring they're extremely lifelike they're extremely so lifelike even when they're not here they're with us Ugh, i miss bryce so much she's been extra special extra good so not only did i do that i am cleaning out my whole life mm. i rearranged my kitchen like mm. everything makes more sense bags and bags of garbage like Mm. just getting rid of stuff I did my closets yesterday Mm. I went to Gavin DeGraw on Sunday night at City Winery it was chef's kiss an intimate evening with Gavin and it was really ideal it really was a well-rounded weekend for me and I know we're going to talk about your weekend because it was probably a little more exciting just a little but before we do that to officially commence the maternity leave I think we need to say a few things oh wow first is you know Thank you so much for still being here. You were doing Patreon, you know, 
podcasting two weeks after you gave birth. Like, really, as we said, setting an unrealistic expectation for women. And we love that. We really do. I'd also like to give thanks to everyone who showed up guest hosting with me. Like, everyone was really gracious with their time. And I was just, you know, very grateful for everyone, especially Ben and Taylor Strecker, who I relied on a lot. heavily. Um, And, you know, in the coming weeks, Ben has become such a star here. Like, if there ever was a day where, like, you needed to, like, mom emergency like just know Ben can't wait to get back like he gets so much positive reinforcement and I feel like we found a good balance of like not bickering and like getting you know negative feedback from people so really major thanks to everyone who showed up showed out gave us their time their energy Shannon I made so many new friends you made so many new friends this was really so great for you I know so like I was really happy for you having a baby and stuff but like for me um you know me and Paige text me and Shannon text like it was really exciting Sophia me and Sophia like really exciting for my personal life I love that. And for me, it was great because I got to watch all these episodes, like, as a lay person. As a lay person. I love being a lay person. That's your, like, new favorite thing to say. I know. And it's like, what did I say before for the word regular person with probably no like particular flair matter? I think you probably said regular person. Okay. Well, I'm a lay person, and I loved being a toaster these last few months. And, you yeah, know, it was really great. But I am, like, overcome with joy to have you back. Obviously, because there's literally nothing better than a Jackson Claude extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Two, it's just like very, um, it's much more work when it's not you. It's double the work. It's double the work. It's the picking stories. It's keeping the conversation going. It's finding times for the ads, helping that person like promote whatever they came on here to promote, like really being uh, funny, juggling be- a million things. Yeah. And so I am overcome with excitement that it's over. But I did have a great time. Yeah. That's all. That's exactly what you could hope for. All good things. All good things. So, oh, by the way, I saw you at the Gavin DeGraw concert. I'm not going to lie. I watched Margot's stories and then I tapped through yours because you guys literally posted the exact same well, thing. Well, do you see what I said? We literally we were filming at the exact same time. So it looked gorgeous. And you know what? I feel like the perfect place for you to bounce back into socialization is obviously at a concert, but a concert where you can like sit and eat and drink. Like how nice. I never thought about like what a great venue city winery is for a concert. No, it was really nice. And so Gavin has a new album coming out. He has three songs that he's released so far, but the evening was really him playing the whole album for us, explaining the songs. The album is really like a love letter to his parents, which I knew from his social media, but he was like explaining every single song. And there's one song called like Freedom, which is all about his dad's life. And like, you literally know his life story from the song. And it's really like, he has these thoughts, he writes them down and he sings them. Like they're, it's not about like the beat, even though I like the beat. He is definitely like the songwriter of a generation. He's so fucking good and talented. Every time he's in New York, like we're the Gavin girlies Mm -hmm. and we go and see him. He's one of my favorite artists. So it was perfect to go see him after two plus years of not being at a concert. Mm-hmm. Last concert I went to was Celine Dion in March 2020. Right. And you're right. It was the perfect middle ground, except like he was playing some bops. And you I wanted actually, to like, I wanted to get up and dance. Cause like once I get, you know, a song in my heart, like I can't be stopped. No, of course. But it's a perfect transition for yeah. you and from like never leaving your house for two years. Right. It was a really nice night out and I was I, so happy for it you. It was wonderful. Yeah, I was happy for me as well. And you got merch. I know. Well, I used to we used to go to so many concerts before COVID, which I love. Like concerts are the probably best. my peak serotonin. Agreed. And I used to like to get one piece of merch from every concert so I could like remember that I even went and saw Sam. Totally, Hunt, totally. You know? 
And then I was like, oh, I have to get a t-shirt for Gavin, one, because I hate what I'm wearing. <laughs> and two, because I need to remember like that I came here and mm -hmm. have the memory. I'll see it in my pajama drawer and be like, oh, good times. Yeah. So normalize like getting merch at concerts. No, I literally show up to concerts in a shirt that I can throw away just so I can buy a t-shirt. And then like, that's what I wear. It's like so much pressure taken off. You don't have to figure out an outfit for a concert because you just wear the merch. Yeah. I forgot about that, that I used to do that too. And then I showed up and Dana had already bought her merch and changed into it. And I was like style icon alert literally i got the same shirt and we were twinning and i literally had i was just wearing a t-shirt under my cool jacket and it was so small and horrific mm. i didn't want to take my jacket off it yeah. was so many problems were solved so many and gavin problems. was supported and what was it like going to a gavin degraw concert now was a girl who was followed on instagram by gavin degraw so it was like really interesting because i didn't want to tag him in all my stories but i also like wanted him to know that i was, that I was supporting right yeah, that i'm there and like i'm a big fan not too big and we had a great time and you did amazing and here's what you did on stage did he respond to you no i tagged him in one story so that like he knew that i was there and he didn't respond. Did he see it? Repost. I don't know. I didn't even look. I, wow, I guess crazy. I could look now. Yeah, just but I feel like it. he's the type of um, artist who like doesn't do his social media because it's like very like he's like you're telling me I have to make a reels now. Right, right, Goodbye. right. He's too busy focusing on the art. On the art, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if he ever saw. And do you know what prompted him? Yeah, he saw it. Oh, <laughs> he left you on red. That's okay. That's okay. He's busy. You know. No, it's. It's totally fine. It's fine. It's totally I fine. I wouldn't have even known if you didn't make me check. I'm so sorry. I thought for sure he didn't see it. Like, who wouldn't respond to you? You're so charismatic and beautiful. Well, he also saw it yesterday. My stories might have expired. So he's like, what did this bitch tag me in? Oh, well, then that's the worst. Yes, <laughs> not to make the situation like worse. But then it's like, he didn't even know you supported. You're just like a fan now, you know? Yeah, you just like mentioned my story. Like, what? Yeah. Okay, okay, you're making it worse. Sorry, no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's um, fine. I was there for the love of the music. The fact that he follows me is like just a bonus. You were there for the love of the music. Yeah, but for I sure. genuinely, like, the music was so good. I'm so happy for you. If you have a chance to see Gavin in your city, take yourself out for a night on the town. If you ask me how I'm doing, I would say I'm doing just fine. He really is, like, a bang machine. Bang Banger machine. machine. And if anybody from Team Gavin is watching, there were two songs I really would have loved to hear, if you could just for the next time. Mm, finest, list. finest Hour, and I Have You to Thank. Okay. Just... You never know. I mean, Kylie Jenner does watch this podcast, so. Philip Phillips. Like, if it got to Philip, it could get to Gavin. That's the thing. We really have to be careful what we say. Like, in the last couple months, this show has just, like, blown up to every important person on the planet. And we really just have to watch our, mind our P's and Q's. Because no. we have to stop talking about people because they always hear it. But the point of the show is talking about people. No. I don't know what to do. It's, and what if I, like, have a really hot take that needs to be said? But, like, I know somehow it's going to get to that person. What do you do? Do you neutralize the take? Jackie, that's literally what we were talking about before the show started. Like, we have the hottest take on something going on right now. No, but it's we will, not a hot take. It's not a hot take. It's obvious. We can't take. even talk about it, you know? Yeah. It's so tough being, like, <laughs> so popular and famous. But we do our best. And you know what? Sometimes it depends on the take. But, like, even I would say it to their face. So I will say it on the show. Yeah. No, and you are the queen of hot takes. So Queen. Queen. Um, I have a few things to tell you. Oh. First is that, so I had like the busiest weekend. On Thursday, I was in Austin for a meet and greet for Spritz at Specs. It was fabulous. Dogs came, babies came. It was just everything of Were the sort. Were you kissing babies? I was kissing babies. This one child was just like not into me at all. But she Were was you so much girling? I was much girling her. And the dad was like, give her back. And I was like, nah. Oh, now you know what it's like to have Claudia as your aunt. But um, <laughs> do people actually have you kiss their babies? No. And I'm like, can I hold? And they're like, are you kidding? Of course. I'm like, really? And I just, like, play with them until they start crying. How old would you say these babies are? The one, I think her name was, like, 
Evie, like Evelyn or something. I think they were oh, calling that's her Evie. Such a cute name. And she was so cute. She was at like a great age too, where like she was like you know dexterous, but she couldn't tell me no. You know? Could she walk? I don't know. She was being carried, but she looked like big enough. Like maybe she could take a few steps, you know. But she couldn't run away from me. No, she couldn't run away. Um, and she was so cute. And like I try not to like you know obviously kiss him on the cheek, but like I'm just like the type of person when I see a baby, like I am gonna kiss it. And I just think it's inappropriate, especially like in a pandemic. So I don't kiss people's babies when they bring them to the meet and greets. But just know like it's all I want to do. Like I can't see a baby's big delicious cheek without wanting to just munch on it. Is that crazy? I don't think that's that crazy. And like. You, ha- you could ask permission, but I-, I think some people would let you give their baby a kiss on the cheek. It just feels wrong, and especially when the dad is around and the dad doesn't understand, like, obviously the power of the toast. He's just there to, like, support his wife. I think he would be like, why is this like, strange he's woman? Like, why is this woman in the liquor store? <laughs> yeah, why is this random woman in the liquor store, like, licking my child's cheek? Yeah, but, okay, don't lick. Keep your tongue to yourself. But, like, if I met Kylie, like, I would let her kiss Harry on the cheek. Obviously, but that's that's you assuming, like, I'm Kylie, which is so nice, but I'm not. I think you are. Thank you. Um, so on Thursday, I was in Austin. And then Friday, I flew to LA. So I had my friend's birthday party um, this weekend, which is what I went for. But the night before the birthday party, I went to dinner at Craig's, you know, celeb hotspot. And I have the most interesting factoid about Craig's. Ready? Sure. Do you know what they were playing the whole night? You're never going to guess. Gavin DeGraw? Little Mix. I was like... I have to remember this interesting factoid. It was so crazy. I'm like, take me to Craig's. I, I sit Bury down. Bury me at Craig's. I sit down. You know what they're playing? Take a sip of my secret potion. I'm going to make you fall in love. And the playlist was just like so little mix after that. I was it was shook. little mix radio on Spotify. I was really surprised because, you know, it's like very highbrow. I LA, wouldn't expect that from Craig. And it made me see Craig and his business in a whole new light. No wonder why it's so popular and everybody's clamoring to get in. 100%. Bury me at Craig's. Oh my gosh. I've actually been to Craig's even though there are so many like cool fancy restaurants I've never been to because I'm like a big loser. <laughs> but I have been to Craig's and it's delicious. It was delicious. It is. It's really delicious. Yeah. It's like one of those hot spots where the food is actually like better than like the hype. The, yeah. 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 Like people are actually going for the food and like that's what made it cool. It's extremely delicious. So I had a great weekend. Nothing crazy. Just, you know, hobnobbing with celebs. LA. I went to Nobu, Malibu. Um, just being in Malibu was like really so beautiful. You know, yeah. when I go to, I, I like, Going to LA is fun, but like I'm even more like cemented in my beliefs. Like I could never live there. I was just about to ask you. Obviously, like we're never moving to LA. It's too far. It's too like different mm-hmm. from you know being New York people. But like when I go to LA, I'm like, this is paradise. Oh no! When I go to LA, I'm like, this is not real. I could never live here. But, I'm always like, I would love to live here. But in Malibu, I was like, oh my god! Imagine. How, I mean, you need like twenty five million dollars to like have a nice beachside shack literally 15 million dollars um malibu is so beautiful and special i could really like see and it's so laid back and like more real like you know more real yeah like it's more i don't know like i don't know what the word i'm looking for is like more down to earth because it's uh, with nature and the elements yeah and it's like an hour outside of like beverly hills l um like west hollywood proper yeah no like when we're in la West Hollywoodish. I'm not like, oh, I'm, I'm clamoring right. to live here. No, 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 no. But like when you get out to the burbs, yeah, and then you're eight, and there's like just so much sunlight, mm-hmm. and the, obviously the weather. I obviously would never move there, but I'm like, this is must be nice. Oh, and I'm sorry. The most important part about my trip on Saturday, I went to lunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel with Brian. Oh yeah, this and a is few amazing. friends. 
and me and Brian are talking. And, you know, whenever I'm out to, like, any sort of meal in L.A., like, I'm not even looking at the person I'm with. I'm always looking around, like, looking for a celebrity. And at the Beverly Hills Hotel, like, it's a celeb hotspot because you can't take pictures. No paparazzi is allowed there. And this group walks in, and they, like, stop because there was a dress code. And one of the guys is wearing, like, a tank top. And they were like, we need to get you a jacket, sir. So, like, their party was, like, stalled right behind our table. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's RuPaul. And, like, of all the people I could have run into, especially sitting there with Brian, like, to have run into RuPaul was so special. And it's, like, the only person me and Brian could equally, like, die over, yeah. you know? And it was so... he, he see, I didn't want to bother him. He seemed so nice. He was rolling with his crew. It was DragCon in L.A. this week, which is, like, this huge drag convention they have in L.A. and New York. So that's obviously why he was, like, out and about. It was so shocking to be in his presence. He's so tall... He's so like dapper, well-dressed. It was, it was honestly probably the craziest, the most um, impacted I've really ever felt by a celebrity. Like his presence is so big. And you didn't even say hi to him. No, I mean, they have like a policy at the Beverly Hills Hotel, like fuck off, you know? So yeah. I wasn't going to like break the rules. It's like a rules. no approach policy. It's a no approach policy. I would be lying if I said I didn't like sneak a couple pictures of him. He didn't see, but I just like wanted them for myself, you know? Yeah, to remember. It was so crazy. He like forget. He's also just like the type of celebrity who's so famous, so rich, and not, he's not like social. He doesn't go out, you know, on the town paparazzi with Miley Cyrus, you know? Like, yeah. he doesn't really leave his house. So it was just, it was crazy. I'm really happy for you. When you sent the picture, we were all just like shook and like, what a better, like, to be with Brian and see him. You love to see it. I also saw Tyga. I saw that kid from Shameless, the little one. Um, but Rue was like really the. The major moment. And when you were out in L.A., do you just, like, get this feeling that you're about to be discovered? Yeah, and also the whole time, I was so upset. I kept trying to find for my Instagram stories, we run L.A., and it's, like, not a real song. No, it's not. It's a uh, conflagration. What's the word of, like, two things? A blend? A blend. But there's always this word that I'm, like, reaching for. It's, yeah, no, it's one of those words we learn. Not combination. Conjugation? No, it's, like... Conflation? Conflation. What? Wow, I totally Conflation just over inflation. Okay, it's a, it's like a the, remix? Yes, it's a, what was I even saying? Oh, yeah. We run. It's a, it's a conflation uh -huh. of the song from Shaw's, mm -hmm. We Run LA, and Kris Jenner's original song, I Love My Friends. Okay, but no, by the way, I'm sorry. The theme song for Shaw's of Sunset is, is We Run LA. Yeah. But never We Love LA. No, but I was trying to find We Run LA, like the Shaw's of Sunset theme oh. song. I Googled it, I found the name, and it's like not on Spotify. It's like a fake song. So I couldn't get it from my Instagram stories. And everything I posted, I wanted to do, we run LA. And then for my, I did like a photo dump at the end of the weekend and I wanted to do, we run. But I thought people would think I was actually writing like, I run LA. And like, that was like too embarrassing. That would be really embarrassing. Yeah. But if you put music notes on both sides, they might get it. We run LA. So it was a really nice weekend. I'm so happy to be back like in the town of real people, my friends, my family. I'm just, it was enough, you know? Yeah. Every couple, every like, Three days in L.A. is enough for me. I've never been... I, We've done, like, pretty long stretches in L.A., and I've never been like, I have to get out of this town. Oh, I have. I just love that town. That's so weird. It's so weird. Because I, like, hate. I wonder how I would feel about New York if I didn't live here. Despise. And I came... I think I would hate it more than I do now. Yeah, of course, because if you were visiting here, that would mean that your family doesn't live here. And really, the only reason you like... You can yeah, stay yeah. in New York is because all of your friends, family, college, high school, everyone lives here. You don't think I would look around like... No. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. I see. That was good. Thank you. 
two bucks, three bags, one me. Okay, that was okay. By the way, and in the newest episode of Kardashians, did you die from the fact that Khloe Kardashian references Annie just as much as you do? She's a ha- uh, Hannigan stan. She's a Hannigan stan. She's an Annie girly. Yeah, I'm sure True watched Annie live. Oh, yeah, I guess that's why, probably. And, she, and maybe it was in the fall. It was before Annie live had aired, but maybe Chloe was keeping up with the casting announcements like we were. Right. Because True was really invested. When Chloe was like, we got Annie, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> the fuck did you say? <laughs> that's like the most random niche reference that you like hung on to from Annie live. We talk got to, Annie. Talked to my husband. That was his thing. <laughs> oh, right. Zach did that. Yeah. So for her to have like latched onto that too, it's like we are so, maybe she watches a toast. Duh. We got Annie. Yeah, except when she was saying it, it was October before. Whatever. Right. Don't yeah, spoil it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't spoil it. We have a lot of Kardashian news today, but it's like real shit. So, um, you know, duh. Yeah. Sorry. Should we just dive in them? Let's dive in. We have a lot to, we actually have so many stories, like so many things didn't even make the cut. You love to see it. You do, finally. So here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Honey. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if it finds a working coupon, you'll watch your price drop. So it's really so premium. It's free to download when you use our link and it literally saves you money. I've used it for years on makeup, food, electronics, clothing, literally everything. They have so many partner websites. Um, and they even offer cash back at thousands of stores. So it's like earning cash just for shopping. I have a new computer and I've been doing so much online shopping. And yesterday I was like... Where has Honey been? Oh my God, you didn't go to joinhoney.com. And literally I was like, joinhoney.com slash toast. It's seared into my mind. And then I checked out on all my carts and the little Honey icon was turned orange and popping up. Mm -hmm. And it saved me so much money. I also got a new computer and the first thing I did, I was like, joinhoney.com slash toast. I made a big mistake, huge. If you don't already have Honey, you are straight up missing out. And by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and you're supporting our podcast. So we'd never recommend something we don't use. And we are Honey Girlies through and through. And you can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash toast. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. It's free to download. It saves you money. Like, I really don't feel like I should have to explain this to you any further. Like, the brand speaks for itself. It's giving Canva Pro. It's giving Canva Pro. And today's episode is also brought to you by Best Fiends. Once you download Best Fiends, the best game that you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection, which is great when you're stuck without Wi-Fi, you will just be having the time of your life. You can collect tons of fiends that get powered up as you play more levels. Every win brings new challenges, so there's thousands of puzzles to play. They have new in-game events that are added all the time. So with thousands of levels, there's always more to play. Go ahead and let enough is never enough be your mantra. So if you travel a lot or you're sometimes like on trains where you don't have Wi-Fi, you know like how unbelievably boring it can be. But Best Fiends is here for you because it is a super fun game with tons of different levels that lets you play without Wi-Fi connection. So that means play Planes, trains, automobiles, whenever. Um, you can be constantly entertained, stimulated by Best Fiends, and it's just so much fun. Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. Plus, you can earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. So that's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Why be content with having enough when you can have more? Best Fiends always satisfies satisfies your needs for more. They have more puzzles. You can have more me time and more fun Check it out. It's a great game. And also the fact that you can play without Wi-Fi is just like a premium experience because like all games should be that way and none of them are. Yeah. Best 
Fiends available for download for free from the App Store or Google Play. You're my best fiend. You're my husband. <laughs> okay, our first story, big news. Kim Kardashian covers the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition and pens an emotional letter to her younger self. Kim just checked off another career milestone with her sexy debut cover for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, and she's clearly feeling good in her skims. She is wearing Skims Swims. The mogul and reality star who has perfected the art of the bikini selfie for her millions of Instagram followers was photographed by Greg Swalls in the... Swalls. <laughs> okay, tell me how no, you No, no, I'm sure it's... S-W-A-L-E-S. Swalls. Swalls. Look at Swalls, bro. Swalls. Looking Swalls. In the Dominican Republic for her SI swimsuit moment, posing fresh-faced in a nude Skims bikini and matching sheer gloves. Yes, gloves with a bikini. Okay, so Kim is one of four SI swim cover girlies. May Musk is another one. May Musk is another one. Sierra and uh, Yumi Nu were the four. So I have a lot of thoughts on this. My first is that, like, love seeing Kim getting recognition. You know how I feel. But something that I always really liked about SI Swim is like they were constantly introducing us to like new curvy queens who I'd never heard of, Kate Upton, Hannah Jeter. Like there were always people on the cover, like the girl who I had like never heard of and then I became huge fans of. And like Kim is like such an obvious choice and I love Kim and she should have definitely been on it. But like, I don't know, I kind of miss the days where it wasn't like so celeb focused, like Sierra even, you know what I mean? Yes, very interesting. My take is I miss the days of just one cover. Agreed. Like, it's not as special anymore. It's so, yeah. And it's like, also, everybody's like focusing on the Kim uh -huh. cover. Like, if I'm one of the other girlies, like, if I'm May, I'm I'm a little peeved. I'm just not even that. Like, I just think that for the consumers, it's just like, instead of there being like the one to watch, mm -hmm. it's like the four and they all just get a little less shine. I completely agree. It used to be like, if you were chosen as the one, like, your career was never the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. you were made. And now they started doing like multiple, it was three and now it's four, that's a lot. I think it's like, yes, I agree. It's like not as special to have been chosen. And like, I kind of like that, like they really spent, they had all these swim searches from like across the nation and they found like random girls who were beautiful and unique looking who never would have been discovered otherwise. Yeah. I don't know, I just feel like it's just different. And I, I, I love SI Swim, I think like, they're an amazing company. They did everything Victoria's Secret could never do. Like, and I really support them. And they've them. been doing it since before it, it was, was cool. the coolest thing. So I so support them, like, 100%. These are just, like, my thoughts. Like, and I love Kim, don't get me wrong. It's just, like, so obvious. No, like, I, can I just, like, I love, you know how I love and Kim. Of course. And I don't even have to say it. And I love SI Swim. And just for some reason, like, I didn't give me the reac reaction that, like, you would expect from me. And do you want to know why? This photo shoot, like beautiful just look like all of kim's instagrams you know what i mean i felt like si swim like their covers are so sickening and like you see they travel like 45 hours to like the most random fucking beach on the planet wake up at the crack of dawn and this just looked like you know kim has photo shoots all the time and she's always going on vacation and she takes sick photos for her instagram and this just looked like the same caliber as honestly some of her instagram photo shoots that's such a good point yeah, I was just like a little, and this is so crazy of us to say. I know. But like, I was kind of like, Meh. Yeah. And then I was also thinking like, on the one hand, this is like a big, to be on the cover of SI Swim is like one of those tenpole yes. moments in a career. But on the other hand, like Kim is beyond. Beyond. And it makes sense because every single swimsuit she's wearing is skim swim. So it's like really a promotional of thing course. for her. And I'm sure when she was launching swim, she was like, okay, what's a campaign that we can do? Like, what's the most iconic swim moment? 
as I swim. Of course. So it really is like a, a very synergy. happy marriage, yeah. very good synergy here. But it's also just like giving ad. Yeah. And nothing like revolutionary. Yeah, no, I just miss the days where like I would discover like new models who I thought were so sickening from SI Swim. Like, yeah. Remember when Chrissy Teigen, Nina Ogdahl, and I forget the other girl's name were all on the cover and like the little tissues were hanging yeah. out. Like, there were just so many iconic moments. I mean, Kate Upton and her, you know, amazing body. Hannah Jeter and like her whole like, remember it was like her vagina's out. Like, no, and like Kate Upton was on the cover and then she was on the cover again and then they did three covers all different Kate Upton. Like, that was interesting. Now it's like Okay, next year there'll be five people because it, it's giving like participation award. Like we can't <sighs> we can't choose a winner. You're all winners, Jackie. That 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 <laughs> that's it. Like it's giving participation award. And I have to be honest. Like if they just had one cover and it was May Musk, like that would be a statement. Yeah. Or by the way, I'm so sorry. I don't know this, this other girl's name. What is her name? Yumi New. She's sickening looking, and it should have been like that's the type of situation where if it was just her, I'd be like, oh my god, I don't know this girl. I know her now. Let me follow her on Instagram. Love her. Like yeah. But she just kind of got shafted. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all about Kim. And, like, yeah. you had to know when there was, like, Kim and three others, like, we're only talking about Kim. So I'm just like, I don't know. And, by the way, I follow MJ Day on Instagram. And, like, she posts amazing content of all the different girls. And, like, if it was any one of these, like, new unknown girls just by themselves, like, that, that's, like, a historic moment. Like, how we now look back on Kate Upton. And it's just, like, I don't know. Like, I was underwhelmed. Yeah, me too. Considering, like, I'm the target audience for this. Right. And I was, I was whelmed. I was whelmed for sure. Which is shocking, but like, I just, I was thinking like, why is this not like everything? Yeah. But you know what? It's always fun to get like new Kim content. Yes, yes, and yes. And SI Swim is always exciting, so make sure to pick up a copy. Yes, and they're always supporting the toast, so we love them. We love are you ready for our next story? A little more Kardashian news because it's like big news. Yeah. Courtney and Travis are officially married. She confirmed the marriage and shared intimate wedding pics captioned till death do us part. They took some black and white photos outside the courthouse in a low rider convertible that with a sign that said just married, like very classic, mm -hmm. very gorgeous, very stunning. She's very, very gorgeous to me. And <laughs> there's a lot of confusion here because mm -hmm. they were like, is this the official wedding? Blah, blah, blah. MJ was there and Travis's father, Randy Barker, and they appear to be the only witnesses who were at the low-key ceremony. So what I believe is happening is they are getting married this weekend in Italy. I don't and, know. I haven't heard that it's this weekend, but. Oh, that's what I heard. Oh, okay. And it would make sense to do it like you do it if you get yeah. the license a I mean, few days you have before. 60 days, but. Right. Yeah. And I don't think MJ will be traveling for no. that. So like she gets to be at this wedding and then they get to take their license to get married overseas. No, it's like super special. And I liked that. But like, I, I don't know why today's like, I'm kind of being like a Kardashian hater, but like between the Vegas wedding and then this, and then we have another one this weekend. It's like enough already. That is true. I'm sorry. Like, and when I got the people notification, I was like, cool. Like I just. Everything these days just makes me go cool. No, I think I'm becoming, I think it's just been like a lot with the card. And don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want this to get back to Kylie, you know, but like I will stand till the day I die. But the last couple of weeks, it's been a lot like with the new show and then Kim and Pete, like it's just been a lot, Travis. And, and it's hard to muster up the same enthusiasm for every single thing. Milestone. Every single sister all of the time. So like, and I do like love Courtney and Travis and I have a lot of thoughts actually about Scott. Did you watch his most recent yes. episode? Um, it's definitely like a weird dynamic and I was actually thinking before bed last night I wanted to mention this on the show that conversation with um Kendall and Scott at the end was so asinine like Kendall was fully gaslighting Scott she was like saying she didn't have a birthday party and then she was like well why why 
why would I put Courtney in a bad position? It's like, well, didn't you just say you weren't having a birthday party? Yeah. She was just like not be. She was not giving what she thought she was giving, and she was like, Scott, literally rewatch the tapes. Like we're on record. Like no, you actually, if you rewatch the tapes, you would look incredibly silly because that's not what you said. You know what's so funny? It's like she's the biggest supermodel in the world. Like there's no one cooler, no one more like beautiful, stunning, mm-hmm. and smart. And like when it comes to her family, like she's just the kid's sister. It's so and true. It's like, you know how like Margot gets like exasperated in like an argument like that. It's mm-hmm. like, and she had to like storm up and walk away. Yeah. Like that's just Kendall. That's so true. But that's why we love the Kardashians. Like, cause at the end of the day, they're like just sisters, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and did you see like the internet being lit ablaze by the fact that Kendall does not know how to cut a cucumber? Of course. And you know what? Like it was warranted because Painful. when I watch that scene, like she looks like she's going to cut her wrist off. No, first of all, between her arms being crossed over. <laughs> and then when she gets to the regular spot, her finger is so close to the front of the cucumber and she's almost going to chop off her fingernail. I'm like, damn, that's, you know, they have been famous since she's so young. They've been famous for most of her adult life where like Courtney, Kim and Chloe got to be like 21 before they got really famous. So I think older. Kendall has had like a chef literally since she was like 10. Yeah. So the fact that she doesn't know how to cut a cucumber like is actually not shocking. No, not shocking. But then like, don't be so proud. Like, no, let, and then when Chris is like calling chef to cut it for her, let chef do it. Let chef do it. Like, cause she, I think she probably wanted to look like, no, I make my own snacks. Yeah. Cause she really is like that one of all the girls, the one who's like, I'm not like other celebrities. Like I'm real. I'm a nerd. I love to paint. She's like that. Her vibe is always very much giving like I'm a regular girl. When I think out of all of them, she's probably the least regular. No. And it's like just seeing that scene, like actually exposed her more than if she just lets chef make her a snack. Let chef cut it up. Even though I was really interested to see what she eats. Cause she's like so perfect looking it's yeah like, we love a balanced queen pretzels cucumbers and hummus that's a good snack that is a good snack um so I just thought that episode was interesting but back to Courtney and Travis um like and I really I believe in their love I think they're great for each other but I'm like getting I'm I've, I've become like a little what's the word fatigued fatigued but also is it desensitized like, and like overexposed yeah it's just like it's a lot of the same story multiple times and yeah I I'm not so into like the Scott Travis, Courtney, like dynamic, especially because at least for me, like it feels like Courtney and Scott, like are strangers. They don't know each other. They haven't been in love in such a long time that there's no way that it still hurts. Yeah. You know, so it's like, why? and Scott is really like the family brother at this point. So why can't the brother come around? So what are your thoughts on on them inviting Scott places? I think Scott should be invited everywhere because he's just like the brother at this point. Like there's no risk for like Travis that Courtney's going to fall back in love with Scott. I don't think she's been in love with him since she was 21. Yeah. So she wasn't even in love with him like for the last five years of their relationship. Yeah. And then also it's been five years since that. Yeah. I don't think she even looks at him like that. She's so in love with Travis. Like Scott does not pose any sort of threat. Like he's so enmeshed in the family. And as he said, like he lost both of his parents at the same time. And the Kardashians came in to be there for his, to be his family. Like you can't now take that away because like Courtney met someone else. No, I agree. And like, I do think he was acting like a little bit, like a, a little insane at the one-on-one lunch with Chris, but it's like everyone is like lying to him and, and like talking about him behind his back and like doing things where I think he would actually just appreciate it more if Kendall was like, I'm having a birthday party, I'm not inviting you just cause like I feel like it'll be weird. But to find out like on Instagram from your own family, like that's probably what hurts the most. And I don't think the way he is responding to it is like 100% right. Like he was a little mean to Chris at that lunch when it's like Chris is the queen, like have some respect. Yeah. Um, but I understand the frustration, I do. But I also understand, but see like, who is it coming from? So Kendall was like, I don't want Courtney to be uncomfortable. Did Courtney ask Kendall not to invite? Like is Courtney asking her mom and her sisters not to invite Scott to certain things or are they making that decision on their own? I don't know. Because it kind of feels like they're all protecting Courtney and like it was Courtney's request. Yeah, but it's like, unless there's stuff we didn't see, it's not like they broke up and they've been like hooking up, can't quit each other. They're it's a very like neutral 
Well, I don't know. Like, at the end of the E! show, he was, like, working towards getting back. Like, she was like, there's a list of things you need to do yeah. for me. And if you do them, I will like, entertain. I just can't even imagine them kissing. No, it's like, now they, I'm sorry, like, Chloe and Scott are endgame. Like, I know that sounds. Endgame. It's, like, Clover disgusting. It, they are endgame. It's, like, what he loves about Courtney is Chloe. Like, they're family, so they're really similar. They they have some sort of chemistry. I know it's crazy, and it's, like, biblical, and they could, I don't think they could ever have kids together because that would make it weird. But I'm telling you, like, there is something there. The kids would be not half siblings. They would be, like, three-quarter siblings. It's is weird. that a thing? And also, I guess the big Probably bombshell not. from this week's episode that everyone, like, wanted us to talk about was the fact that Chloe admitted that her and Tristan, like, are back together. But, like, Again, I don't care. That's the fatigue. fatigue. We need a new um, button. Instead of a gavel, like, fatigue. Like, when I just can't talk about something anymore. Yeah. And I'm there with Courtney and Travis. I'm there with, like... I'm there with a lot of Kardashian-related stuff, and that is not um, a reflection of how I feel about them. It's just, like, it's been a lot these last couple of weeks because of the new show, and, like, they've just been in the press a lot. No, and, like, so much of what I... Like, there's so much from the show that, like, is giving me life, and it's just not, like, the the overall narratives. It's, like, Chris's house. Chris's China room. <gasps> Chris's Chris's house. room of China. I never really knew, like, what my dream aesthetic was. Like, a lot of girls romanticize, like, you know, Capri as their, like, you know coastal grandmother like everyone has like an aesthetic that and I didn't know what mine was I've been aestheticless until last week like my aesthetic is whatever Kris Jenner's house is like elegance opulence dripping in diamonds like kind of old antique looking furniture but like making it rich yeah like yeah like couches with like bed skirts ew I would literally <laughs> never buy that in my entire fucking life but I was like Chris I was like that is the most gorgeous couch I've ever seen my only thing about the new house is like we've seen some aerial photos of the lots because they're next to each other and like I'm someone who's I'm interested in the land mm-hmm. and the views and the bucolic nature mm-hmm. and I need to see her backyard because based on like the aerial drone footage that we've seen like they it looks kind of like there's not a lot of land you know who has the best backyard Courtney yes yeah she literally is like backs onto a cliff so there's like mountains galore Kim's house is very kind of enclosed which I guess is like a safety thing um it's very enclosed it's like a a hidden garden which is a vibe but I love Courtney's backyard I know I don't know how she's ever gonna move especially like the house that they looked at how do you go from that backyard to no to that backyard and by the way they both have mega I was watching a TikTok someone did like aerial footage Google Earth from Travis's house to Courtney's house they literally lives seven blocks away from each not seven blocks seven houses away from each other they're both so big just move into one do they have enough bedrooms for all those kids though well Travis's kids are like older so I don't think the oldest one lives at home Landon Alabama's like 18 she probably will be moving out soon like would it kill Rain and Penelope to share a room like my god (laughs) is that like so crazy like everyone does it share a fucking room get a bunk bed you'll have fun you will have fun. I'm sorry. Sharing a room as a kid is like literally the best. What fucking four-year-old wants to be by themselves? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. Or Rain and Mason can share a room. Yeah, like we shared rooms share growing up. Rooms mixed gender. No, 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 no. Sorry, I forgot. You know who was who? But like, no, mixed gender. No, I don't think so. But like, sharing a room as a child is literally the best shit in the world. Yeah, and it teaches you how to share. Like, mm-hmm. I think just like having your own room is very akin to like only child syndrome yeah you know it's in the same vein vein and normalize sharing rooms normalize especially sharing for rooms. celebrity children yeah no like, like they don't just make houses with unlimited rooms no, and they're already like so privileged like you actually are doing them a favor by sticking them in the same small room with a bunk bed like you just learn so much about life you get so close with your siblings like i wouldn't i shared a room with margo most of my life actually all of my life and i fucking wouldn't trade it for the world even though at the time i was like i'm a shanley and room 
No, it was the best. Yeah. The best. Good times. Good times. Are you ready for our next story? I don't know if Margot would say the same. Oh, we got to get Margot on here. Even I think though she Margo would. was here twice last week, like just giving us everything. It was so generous of her, like to share her time with us. We know how yeah. busy she is. And you know what? It wouldn't have been friends and family months without her. She needed to come on and twice. let everyone know like how she feels about her sister. 100%. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Speaking of people who are no longer sharing rooms. Mm, sorry, I'm not there yet. Is it the next story that's brought you by away? Yes. And one of these people Which is, is the bag Margot uses to pack her things and run, run away, away from, from us. <laughs> and also in this next story, someone needs to put their shit in the away luggage. Mm, okay. And get out. These days, travel looks different. But no matter where you go, Away offers a range of suitcases and other travel products made of different materials like polycarbonate, aluminum, durable nylon. And they offer it in a variety of colors and sizes. So whatever you need to bring with you, Away has luggage that will help you make your next trip more seamless. I don't know like what people use if they're not using Away. My Away suitcase is my best friend. I actually have two now because... Because I can't get enough and Ben is always using it. Just everything about it is perfect. I have the carry-on size, but I also have the big checked luggage. I don't check bags that much, but when I do, I use the, the big away. But the little travel carry-on is like the best bag on the planet. It has the laundry bag. It has the thing for your undies in the middle. We're always saying like, where do you put your dirty undies when you are on a trip? Uh, away has that taken care of for you. Yeah. I don't know if that's the official purpose. I don't know if it is. But that's how we're all using it. But it, it's ventilated. It has holes. It should be the but thing for your dirty. But it's separate from like your other tings. Uh-huh. Yeah. All of Away's suitcases are built to last with durable exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system. So I guess that's what it's called, Jackie. The interior organization system <laughs> that includes a built-in compression pad. Yeah. For your dirty undies. <laughs> For your dirty undies. <laughs> it helps you pack more, and they also have a, a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes. There it is. They have four 360-degree spinner wheels, guarantees a smooth roll even in the most hectic of airports and train stations. They also have a TSA-approved combination lock that keeps all your belongings safe. Their newest line of soft-side suitcases are made with a durable, water-resistant nylon exterior that is made to last a lifetime. They're expected to expand 1.75 inches, so you have the flexibility to pack even more into your trip. There's an 100-day trial on everything that Away makes. So you take the product out on the road, love it, live with it, travel with it for 100 days. And if you decide that it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Away offers free shipping and returns on any order within the contingent U.S., Europe, Canada, and Australia. So start your 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases, at awaytravel.com toast. That's awaytravel.com toast. Great. Okay. Real Houses in Miami stars Lisa and Lenny Hoxie are, okay? are getting divorced. Um, I'm trying to process it. Last week we spoke about how there was like the blow up at the club when I hosted with Margot. She had no, no idea, idea what you're talking about. Were. But I had to say because like, what was the story? I didn't hear. So it. there was they were saying that uh, Lisa was at a club and Lenny showed up with his new girlfriend <gasps> and there was like words and it was like got crazy uh -huh. and then everyone denied that that had happened but it's like then where did this story come mm -hmm. from anyways now Lenny confirmed to page six that he and Lisa are going their separate ways after 12 years of marriage he said Lisa and I are getting divorced a few weeks ago I denied this because I'm trying my best to protect my family during this process this is a very difficult time and I would ask for some privacy so that we can best take care of our children who mean the world to us Lenny also confirmed that he is dating Austrian model Katharina Mazeppa but claimed no None of this happened until after the decision was made to get divorced. Yeah, he, I saw like a weird paparazzi video of them like standing outside Prime 112, just like hugging, kissing, and like looking into the camera. It was so weird. Oh, that's weird. Why didn't you send it to me? 
I figured you saw it because you are literally Lenny and Lisa's like number one fan. I have a Google search. Yeah. He has yet to file for divorce from Lisa, but told Page Six that they've contemplated divorce for the last several years. He said, I tried my best to avoid it for the sake of our children, who we love deeply. We have been living separate for months and made the decision to divorce last month. It was after the decision was made that I started seeing Katharina. This is something that Lisa was well aware of before it happened. Our issues have nothing to do with filming the show. Yeah, sure. No, actually, I believe that because they've only been back on TV for a year. And when they came back, they were so toxic. Yeah, but it's like, it's weird because when they filmed the last installment of Miami, afterwards they got separated and that's when Lenny had an emotional affair. Now they're filming this again Mm -hmm. and they're getting divorced. And in like, maybe sometimes putting a spotlight on shows things that were previously unseen, Mm -hmm. literally and mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it's a coincidence. Yeah, like, for me, I still, like, when I think of Lenny and Lisa and, like, why I ship them, like, I think back to, like, literally 10 years ago, what we saw, and they're so different now. They're so toxic, both of them. Like, the way that, like, Lenny speaks to Lisa is, like, not okay. The way that Lisa, like, the way that Lisa just, like, dismisses Lenny, like, they're really not good for each other. Like, they're extremely toxic, and so while I'm sad, like, I actually do think it's the right decision. What the fuck? There's is something going crazy on? going on in this building. Oh, there's people there. Uh, can you stop? We're in the middle of something. Can you ask? Excuse like, me. We're going? in the middle of Lenny and Lisa. Like, yeah, no, it's like they don't big, even care. No, they don't care. It's like they don't even care that Lenny and Lisa are getting divorced. It's disgusting. What is that noise? Sorry, guys. Oh my god, like, it's like too big to ignore. Sorry. No, I know. I don't. And it's can, a little scary. No, I know. I thought it was like you know, like a bad sound at first. Oh my god. No, something's. Like it sounds the, like they're taking. It sounds like someone's like getting robbed. At this point, you must be able to hear it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, well, we're almost done. They, yeah, that's not acceptable. What they say? What happened? They're doing construction. It's like no one respects the show. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Don't they know that Philip Philip watched? No, don't Phil- they know Phil- Philip Philip watched? And don't they know that Lisa and Lenny are getting divorced? Like nobody fucking cares. Nobody fucking cares. Oh my god. Um. Well, so like you are the resident stand. Like, what is your takeaway from so, this? Okay, I feel sad, obviously, and I ship very hard. But I do sometimes feel like when people go on TV and they show us like the bad side of their relationship I actually sometimes feel like it's a healthy sign I agree and so where is that line of like okay we're see- you're not you know pretending everything's perfect mm-hmm. versus like oh you showed us you were toxic this whole time and you know like there is a, there's a- like Adrian and Paul Nassif who were so fucking toxic but then some people were like every couple banters but then yeah, like no, literally five days later they're gonna no, but divorced. it's like okay it's like you and Ben like how you would bicker on this show and like I think it's a sign of a healthy relationship that you can show like that not everything is like I agree so fine and dandy and like this is how we talk to each other sometimes but then and there is a line where it's like, oh no, like these two people are unhappy and we've been watching it this whole time. The line is Paul and Adrian. I think that's literally the perfect, everyone used to comment on how much they bickered on Beverly Hills, but then it wasn't even bicker. It was like literal hatred for one another. Yeah, but I felt like Lisa and Lenny's dynamic. Not this season. I guess. Because I, they t- kept talking about the emotional affair, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Oh, yeah, without that. But, like, so, well, I just keep thinking about, like, the dinner that they went to with, like, his parents, for example. Like, I thought that they were being, like, a cute, funny, happy, miserable. No. Ooh. That was, like, a little... That In my opinion, that one crossed the line. Like, the like the dinner. Interesting. To talk about your in-laws like that, like, on TV. Why? I thought she was saying nice things. Le- L- Lisa? Yeah, what'd she say? I don't know. I just remember her, like, saying kind of, like, negative things about Lenny's mom. Oh, I don't, I don't recall that. That's how I remember it. But like, regardless, this is like not surprising, but it's, it is sad. It's, yeah, it's sad. And I'm 
looking forward. I don't, I'm team Lisa. And I think the reason why I like Lisa and Lenny so much is because I like Lisa so much. Yes. And so I just like hope that she, it seems like even though she knows about all of this, like he's moved on. She's the one who keeps denying and saying like his behavior is inappropriate. So I think she's kind of slow to come to, like she's less okay with it. Yeah. Do you think that they signed a prenup? Did she mention that this season? Uh, I don't know. Because he's a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's ever been mentioned. Well, you know what? Lisa was like really giving absolutely nothing on this recent season of Real Housewives of Miami. And this divorce did just buy her another season. So for that, she should be grateful. <laughs> well, no, I think she would have been on anyway because like she gets along with everyone. Like she's one of those people that it's like, oh, half the cast isn't talking. Like Lisa, throw a party. She won't last forever though. If the franchise like goes on forever, like I don't think she, if she keeps, keep, kept giving the same energy she gave last year, I don't think she could go further than like two or three more seasons. She was so boring. Yeah. Talking about, like, her nannies and her manicures. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, now she has more to talk about. But I also right. think, like, her and Lars have, like, a really nice friendship. And now they're both single. Yeah, that's true. So... No, so I do think this has breathed new life into her time on the show. Did you watch the premiere of Beverly Hills? Yeah, of course. We haven't t- spoken about it. Hey, we'll do a TV recap. Okay. Okay, yeah, we'll do a TV recap. Are you ready for our next story? Sure. Because even though we haven't been covering the ins and outs of this trial, Amber Heard blames Johnny Depp's dog for the infamous bed poop incident. Because, like, it was years ago when we first found out Mm -hmm. that in, you know, the back and forth between Amber and Johnny, there was a story that uh, unfurled that she took a dump on his bed, you know, in a fit of rage. And now she's saying... As most people do. She is saying that that is not her. She denied under oath that she was the one who left feces in the Pirates of the Caribbean actor's bed in 2016. Instead, Amber blamed the act on Depp's dog, Boo. He said Boo had eaten Johnny's weed when she was a puppy and had bowel control issues for her entire life. Um, That's, like, really concerning, Mm -hmm. among some other issues. Amber said, we regularly regularly had to take her to the vet to try to figure out what was wrong with this dog. I've never met a dog that was quite like this. She testified that Boo liked to burrow in the bed and would sleep with the couple. She also said that they had to leave her in the bed so she wouldn't be encouraged to go to the bathroom, which would happen almost immediately when she put her down on the floor. And sometimes it happened in bed, too. I don't know. There's like a difference in human feces and dog feces Agreed. when it comes to girth, length. Color. What kind of dog was Boo? Right, because unless Boo, Boo was a, a fucking Rottweiler. Yeah, I don't think Boo. Dog. You could confuse it with human feces, but yeah. that's just my opinion as a feces expert. I agree, but like maybe a big lab makes a big shit. So here's the thing: I'm having a hard time believing. Okay, let me see how big is well, Boo. Well, I just googled Boo dog breed, hoping that like you know. But when you read Johnny Depp, okay. Because like there's a lot the of answer st- I just got. It's a Yorkie. It's a Yorkie. I'm okay. That what? That's like a three pound dog, right? Little smaller than. Oh, for reference, my God. this man's poop could not be confused for human poop. No, no. Human poop could not. You see him. This is to scale. This is the size of Bryce. Yorkie, I would say. This half, big. Yeah. Half of Bryce. Yeah. There's no way that dog's shit could even come close to being confused for a human shit not at all case closed so what i found to be most interesting i i get served so much johnny and amber content on tiktok and i definitely think the content i get served is like skewed negatively towards amber but one of the most interesting videos i've seen in the last couple days because the trial was on break for like a week and now they're back and it's the cross-examination of amber heard and so you know she has said that you know she got seven million dollars in settlement when she divorced johnny and she wanted none of it she said that she donated 
it all to the ACLU and the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. So when she was being cross-examined, Johnny's lawyer, who was like a fucking fireball, she was like, can you, is that true that you donated? And she was like, yeah, I pledged that. And the woman's like, no, 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 did you donate it? And she's like, yeah, I pledged it. And the woman's like, you're not listening. I'm asking, there's a difference between donating and pledging. And so it like turns out that she like made this whole statement. She was giving the $7 million to these organizations. She pledged it, but never paid it, which is so shady. So shady. Wow. So again, so, so much of the content I'm getting is like anti-Amber. Um, and Amber Heard follows 55 people on Instagram and I am one of them. And it's so unique to me. And... I don't understand why. You know what's crazy? It's like up until this point, we really haven't spoken about the trial just because there's so much and there's so much history. No, and I mentioned one thing, I think, when Taylor Strecker was on and I got a message from someone being like, literally, you hate women. You don't support the Me Too movement. Like, fuck off. Fuck off. I haven't even taken a hard stance. I'm just like re- reacting to what I'm seeing. Right. And like, and a lot of people believe Johnny and they can still support the Me Too movement. And a lot of people. And men can be abused. And a lot of people believed Amber, like, before all of this mm-hmm. happened and now are seeing things. And, right. like, it's, their opinions are changing. So I was like, I'm not fucking talking about the stupid-ass trial anymore because, like, literally I'm being accused of not supporting the Me Too movement. Goodbye. Insane. So what I was just going to say is we haven't really been talking about it for various reasons. Mostly just being there too much to it to unpack and we're not like the legal minds to do so Mm -hmm. and let the the courts decide and that's what's happening right now and and we'll share once it's been decided um so maybe like amber has been tuning in every day because it's like oh this place this show is like an escape she follows you on instagram and she was like (laughs) this is the only thing i can watch that's not talking about it oh my god i have to see if she still follows me honestly but you know because it's like you haven't really said anything i guess you said was taylor strecker but like maybe up until this point she was like girl with no job has my back Okay, she does still follow me. Maybe she's listening right now with Philip Phillips and making a duty. Oh my god, I've like messaged with her. That's so crazy. I don't <laughs> even remember doing that. But not since twenty nineteen. She called me babe and she said I looked cute. Oh my god, team member. Um so yeah, I just like don't it's there's so much information about this. Right. I mean, I think the most interesting thing. That's come out of it. And I think one of the biggest headlines is like Amber, you know, Milani Cosmetics, which is the drugstore um, makeup brand, which is fabulous, by Mm -hmm. the way. Um, Amber like submitted into evidence this color correcting palette that she used over the years while she was, you know, in an abusive relationship with Johnny Depp. And I think she said the abuse started in like 2015 or something. And the Milani Cosmetics posted on their TikTok, like the palette that she's holding up wasn't released till 2017. Like it didn't even exist. So her like, she was like, this is my... My bruise kit. She like that's what I used to call it. Saying like for years she used it when Milani Cosmetics fully came out and said like we didn't even make this product until 2017. Wow. Then Johnny's team like submit that. I don't know. That's a good question. Wow. Johnny's legal team like is not fucking around, and Amber's legal team is like clown world. But again, okay, I'm only getting targeted with content that's like so pro Johnny because there is a movement of women who literally stand outside the courthouse like die for Johnny, love him so much. So I think I'm I'm on that side of TikTok. So it's possible that there's like other videos. I just want to be like totally honest. Right. And also like you send me videos because I like you were sending me what you were seeing and it's like these things spliced together with like literal like circus music behind it to show like this is clown. So what it's making it behavior. seem like is like Amber's attorneys like cannot find their find their ass from their elbow and Johnny's are like killer like you know Robert Shapiro like yeah. the best. So again, I think I'm on like a really specific side of TikTok and that might be shaping how I see the trial. But again, like 
where I think I've landed is that like this was an incredibly mutually abusive relationship and there's there's video recordings that are being played in the trial of like Amber admitting to physically abusing Johnny. Right. So I think that like they're both they were in like an extremely toxic relationship where they were both being abused and I think that's like I think the fairest way to kind of sum it up. Yeah. But again, we were none of us will really ever know. No. But also feel free to send Claudia like Amber team Amber TikToks. Please. So like maybe if you saw it in that light. I'd love to balance out the algorithm. Like yes. I'm really but I I I just think like there isn't team Amber content. That's what I think. Okay. I don't know. I really don't know. That's why But I support the Me Too movement, I just wanna say. And also men can be abused, so Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? <gasps> Give us a <clears> song. <throat> It's the final story. It's the final story. Bo is a Yorkie. He didn't take that shit. And that's a magic number. Good one. Thanks. Fifth and final story, little TMI. Megan Fox tells her stylist that she cut a hole in her blue jumpsuit yeah. to have sex with Machine Gun Kelly. Remember what we were saying about like overexposed? I'm, I'm there with these two also. Right, so Megan Fox posted a carousel of a sickening outfit that she wore this weekend and she included in the carousel a screenshot of a text to her stylist, styled me Maeve. She said, was this blue outfit expensive because we just cut a hole in the crotch so we could have sex? I just, you know what it's giving? It's giving like juniors who lost their virginity and being like, sex, <laughs> you know, yeah. like thinking it's like cool to have sex and like bragging about it. Like, yeah, cause it's like, okay, it's one thing to cut a hole in the crotch to have sex. It's another thing to like say that to your stylist. And it's another thing to post it yourself. 100%. Letting everyone know that like you had sex in your jumpsuit. Yeah, no, it's just like, I don't care. And like, we get it. You guys are like really into each other. Like fuck off. Yeah. I like, I'm really like so spent with these two drinking of the blood like it's a they're they're travis and courtney on crack yeah and i think they're they're i think travis and courtney get so much press naturally and i think like megan and mgk like manufacture a lot of the crap that comes out about them i think some of it because i think like they were just this couple where separately they were stars mm -hmm. but not in the press every single day and right. like together they just like multiplied their and it's been so good for both of their it, careers right and so i think a lot of it like people are genuinely interested in them and like they are getting they are engaged and they and he you know a lot of it is very natural but sometimes it's like we need to share a text like this to shake things up yeah but also they were in the news a lot um also, we need to talk about the BBMAs. We need to talk about Cara Delevingne. Oh, yes, we do. And Kylie was there. Kylie was there with Stormy. Travis. Stormy looked so amazing. Stormy was best dressed. Stormy looked so amazing. Um, I guess this is just like the day where I'm being critical of the Kardashians. Um, like, Travis just like coming back into the world with like out even acknowledging like what the fuck happened at Astroworld is so bizarre to me. It's so bizarre. The way they cut it out of the show. Because, you know, Chris's birthday. Yes, but... It is an ongoing legal thing. And also, like, and I think 
when it even happened, everyone was like blaming the Kardashians and like he's a very separate man with his Agreed. own separate teams. Like Chris has nothing to do with Astro World, honestly. So it's like agree. really not even necessary that they sully the show with talking about it, especially Agreed. since it is a huge legal matter. Agreed. So why? But Kendall was there, right? And these scenes of Kendall in Miami getting IV drips with Haley is a very confusing part of the timeline because they were in Houston. So people are saying that like that was just filmed at a different time and like they're making it seem like she was in Miami but do they think we're that stupid right so I don't know what the real thing is but like me, okay so and my problem really isn't with the Kardashians because I don't believe in blaming the Kardashians for literally everything in the world and this was like a Travis thing but the way Travis is like now re-entering I know he had his first public performance he's now at the BBMAs like the way he's re-entering society like is leaving a bad taste in my mouth yeah like, no acknowledgement. And I know he's probably extremely limited in what he can do because, you know, making donations or making a statement, like, legally he can be admitting fault and, like, he... I, I get it, but it's just weird to me. But don't you also think it's weird on behalf of the BBMAs, like... To have him? To have him and have him perform? Yeah. Because um, weren't they the ones who banned Morgan Wallen? Right, right. And then Morgan Wallen performed this year. Right. But he was banned from the awards, from uh, showing up, from winning. Like, he right. didn't win anything. Right. And, and, he's, and he, like, said something really, really bad. But Travis, like, this people is died. Like, it's yeah. worse, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. So, like, no, it's just weird to me. Like, the way this Travis thing is, like, they're just totally ignoring it. I guess it's like a unique PR method, but like it's just it's giving like insincerity, and it's really making me feel weird. It's making me feel weird. And too. then just like seeing him and and Kylie and Stormy walk the carpet, it's like I love Kylie and Stormy, but it's like what? Like it's weird. Yeah. So, but that wasn't even for but me. Kylie's standing by her man. She's standing I, and by her she's man. She's saying that up, down, left, right, and center. Right. But. That wasn't even the biggest thing from the BBMAs. The biggest thing from the BBMAs is literally Cara Delevingne being a fucking menace, bothering the fuck out of everyone, especially Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion posted a picture, cropped out Cara Delevingne from the middle. She was being so annoying. All these videos of her on the red carpet, um, bothering Megan, like touching her dress and like hiding behind the step and repeat, and then like getting on the floor, taking pictures of Doja Cat. Like, go away. No so extra doing the most I think when she first started doing Megan's dressing like Megan was into it but then did you see the video I think it was not skinny but not fat that posted it to her story it was like a video of Doja Cat in her chair talking to Megan and Kara and she said oh Kara I love you and then she said I love you guys together, together. do people think they're a couple no I don't think so because also it's like why would they be seated next to each other it's just coincidence that the person that Kara was obsessed with on the red carpet, she also gets to sit next to inside. Maybe she made someone move so she could sit next to Megan Thee Stallion. I don't think that they're a couple. I think that, like, Selena Gomez and Cara Delevingne could be a couple. They're, like, always together recently. Oh, really? They, I meant, I wanted to watch her episode of SNL. I watched a monologue. It was okay. What'd she say? Anything? N literally nothing. Uh -huh. um, but the after party was apparently, like, wild. Went to 6 a.m. Post Malone was there. Cara right, Delevingne like, showed up. That's what I think of, of the after parties, not, like, what Kim's post, right. you know, drinks. Soiree. Drinks like, with co It was cocktail hour, yeah. It was drinks with the coworkers. So, um... I don't know what Cara Delevingne was doing there, and I don't think that she's dating Mike. No, Megan Thee Stallion has a boyfriend. Sorry, party. Okay. Or uh, up until recently she did. And M Megan looked so fucking annoyed by Cara. Like, I was living for Megan's reactions. But, like, what was she doing there? I don't know. She was also acting, like, a little, um, like, wild at the Met Gala. Yeah, and also at um, that party that uh, 
that you were at. Oh my God, yeah. She was like on stage stage with the mayor and she's like, she was just being like a little wild. Like she's kind of nuts. Kind of? Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with her, but like, I, I just am curious if she woke up like with a pit, with anxiety because like, the content was she, everywhere. Was she like, probably wrote into Unburning Yourselves and was upset to see we took the day off. <laughs> she was like, Jackie and Claudia, I went to an event this weekend. And, and I acted I was, a fool. I just became so obsessed with this one girl. That she really did. Like, yeah. She's you know, just been a little weird lately. When you put it that way, we have all been there. Right. But. And by the way, I do believe Cara Delevingne is like a party girl. But this is compounded because every public event we've seen her at recently, it's bizarre and it's like the, the behavior is getting more and more strange with literally no explanation yeah yeah and I do believe she like likes to have a good time I think she's like a party girl through and through she's literally like a socialite you know she goes yeah. out so but also it's worth noting like we she's been a celebrity for like 10 years now we've seen her at so many events so many red carpets and like that's not what she was doing no so something's changed yeah there's something going on with Kara but um, there's something about Kara. I don't care enough to dive into it. Let's dive into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills TV recap, Ooh. which is brought to you by Manscaped. Attention, everyone. Are you ready to be blown away? Yeah. Men and women alike asked for it, and they have listened. Our friends at Manscaped just relaunched the Ultra Smooth Package. It's back. Your new favorite tool and complement to the Lawnmower 4.0 to get that smooth shave finish you're looking for. This special groin shaving kit is here to help you buff, groin protect. Groin shaving. Yeah, you heard that right. It's here to help you buff, protect, and shave your most sensitive areas. It's time to crop that bush of yours and get right to the roots with a discount just for mint from manscaped get 20 percent off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code toast not only has manscaped brought you the electric trimmer that you and your man both love to use but they're now bringing back your favorite razor so you can be set and trimmed front to back this is a durable yet sensitive razor that's perfect for him and her the crop shaver is not your average razor it's smaller thicker with a micro comb bar that allows for the best possible shave from any angle and the crop exfoliator and crop gel are both vegan, cruelty-free, and sulfate-free, so you know the goods down there are in good hands without compromise. It's time to get up close and personal with the best tools for the job, the ultra-smooth package from Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code TOAST at manscaped.com. Get smooth with the relaunched ultra-smooth package from your friends at Manscaped. Perfect gift for the man in your life. And it's also something like you can use, which is so nice. Ben has it. I got it for him a while ago. And it's really everything of the sort. It's always a great gift. Father's Day is coming up. Get the groin shaver. Um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere was good, but like a little boring. Obviously, we had to. Boring? Yeah. Like. Yeah, I thought it was boring. That's crazy because Andy on Watch What Happens Live said last week when he was teasing it, like probably the best premiere ever. Oh, I totally disagree. I think the best premiere ever of The Real Housewives was the season where Russell Armstrong passed away. And, like, in the beginning, they had to be, like, I mean, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Like, I thought the footage from the robbery was so crazy. So crazy. But I don't know. Like, I don't want to be mean, but, like, a lot of like a lot of it was, like, kind of cringy. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, when PK got there and then, like, he was hugging... Mauricio and then like Dorit went in and like kissed Mauricio's back like I don't know it was just like weird oh, okay I missed that I don't know it really like rattled me yes the whole situation and like seeing the footage that they had and like even seeing Dorit the next day and what's so crazy is that her kids don't know thank god thank god but it also means that she can't process and grieve in her own house I know so I know people were like it's weird that I don't think it was weird I don't think it was weird either like she needs to be able to break down she cannot do that at home like it's such a blessing that they don't know mommy's going out for the night like that's not that's normal yeah and I'm sure like in those in those days in the aftermath and even now like she has insane security like 
she's never been more secure. Sutton was being really weird. Deranged. And like, it makes me think, cause that's not a normal reaction. And Sutton is like, she's quirky, but she's not insane. No. And that was an and insane she's not, like, reaction. Empathetic. She's not yeah. heartless. It made it seem like she didn't believe Dorit or something. Or maybe that she like didn't, I don't know how you could hear like your friend got robbed in the middle of at the gun night point. at gunpoint and With not her kids and not be like, oh, that's a really fucking big deal. Like, let's I've been drop, putting out fires all let's day. Let's drop everything. It was so weird to me, and I want to hear her explanation. And I don't know when she's going to be on Watch Happens Live next, but it was so fucking weird. Yeah, and it was like, and I feel like Beverly Hills is at a weird place right now because like the group is is divided in a lot of ways, and like I'm, it's Erica, and. Lisa, which for me is just like the L. Like I used to be obsessed, and like they're just not it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's them versus like Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal, and then like Dorit and Kyle are like somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and ho- I think this season they'll take sides. Yeah, and I do think they'll take Lisa and and Erica's side just because Lisa, Erica, Kyle, Dorit, and Teddy Mellencamp are like this best friend crew. Yeah, um, which makes it, and that's what Garcelle was saying last season. That's why it's like not even fun to be with this group because like there's a core group, and if you're not a part of it, you're like an outsider. Yeah, you're like left out, and you're supposed to like not talk about the fact that like you're not included. as close with everyone, but you feel on the outside. Right. Yeah. So um, aside from like the Dorit stuff, there wasn't a lot of drama outside, but there is like this great divide in the group. And I think it's like from last season and it's much more obvious now because Garcelle, Sutton and Crystal have kind of like unionized in a sense. Like they're, yeah. they're like an official crew now. Yeah. And they spent the off season like getting closer. And it's nice. Yeah. And it's just so funny because we said this about Sutton and Crystal when they first like butted heads early in last season. And it's just like... Sutton butts heads with everyone she meets because she gives us these like ins- weird Bad vibes. vibes. But it's like not even worth your time to like go after her, like have beef with her because she's harmless. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny how now like Crystal can see that they have so much in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like we all tried to tell you. Literally. Yeah. And, um, but you know what's interesting is Kathy Hilton. Because she wasn't in the episode, right? No, she's not in the episode, but she is close with like uh, with Crystal. Yeah. And this season, like we see that her and Kyle like get into it yeah but and Lisa Rinna seems to be in the middle Kathy um is like the up until up until this point I think she has been like the most well-respected kind of matriarch of the group nobody fucks with Kathy but I do believe there's an incident this season in um on the Aspen trip where like Kathy gets in trouble for doing saying something really bad oh I knew that there's beef, like something happens in Aspen. Yeah, but I don't think it has to do with Kyle. Like from what I heard, and this is totally unverified, I hate to even say it, but like I think I read it on Reddit. It's like Kathy calls Sutton's like friend or assistant like a slur. Again, totally unverified. Like I hate to even put that out there, but that is like what the Beverly Hills fans are saying. Okay, but then there also is an issue between Kyle and Kathy. Where Lisa's like somehow in the middle of it, where it's like Lisa get out like this is a family matter yeah so like like we got we got really nothing um concrete like with the drama in this episode because we were all obviously focused on Dorit and I think Dorit is extremely strong and it literally sounded like so scary but we didn't like move forward in like the storyline yet in the drama in like the plot yes yeah okay agreed 
So, um, also I watched Summer House last night, reading in part two, second and final part, which always just like leaves you wanting a little more, which I enjoyed. Um, the reunion in general was just, I guess, because it was a good season. Like, there's just not that much, and like, there clearly something went down in Winter House yeah. because it is ice cold in there, divided, and there's so much that they're clearly not saying. But the tension between Paige and Lindsay, there's nothing that we've seen it was has, so weird nothing that we've seen has been able to explain that yeah. and I don't even think and they no one even said like you'll see on Winter House because I'm sure that's like an annoying thing to, and it's not even like Andy asked like what happened between you two that we obviously did not see but uh something and it must be like really weird to have filmed an entire show and then have to film the reunion for this old show yeah just all very strange. Yeah, it was a good reunion, but for me, like, I am on team Paige and Sierra, and, like, everyone was against them. Like, even the guys, like, Carl being such a loser, in my opinion. So, like, and, like, Luke coming after Paige. It was, like, tough to watch as someone who, like, I really am team Paige. Yeah, I all season have been team Paige and Sierra, but I do think in the reunion, um, they didn't do themselves any favors, and that if you were a Lindsay and Danielle, like, team member, you would that think you they felt won. vindicated because they did seem to come out on top. But I also just felt like Paige and Sarah might have been limited in what they could say based on, like, other things that had happened. happened and, like, yeah. they weren't as forth. Like, sometimes at a reunion, like, you make amends, you know, everything. Even though we get into the trenches, we come out and it's like, we're mm -hmm. good. But there was none of that because it seems like there's something else going on. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see with uh, Winterhouse. Yeah. And speaking of, we're having a, a really kind of exclusive interview coming up yeah we're about to record we're about to record with austin he has he messaged me he's like i have a lot to say i feel like my name has been besmirched and i would like to speak my truth and i said of course you're always welcome we love to let people speak their truths here so he'll be joining us literally in 20 minutes to um speak his truth and, and the podcast will be out tomorrow the podcast will be out tomorrow but we're doing something different if you're watching as a video right now the austin episode will be up as a video once it's recorded yeah probably. in like two hours because he wants to clear his name and we are open to hearing yeah and he was a big topic of conversation at the reunion last night so we're going to get some summer house answers from him as well so thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast the millennium morning show where we deliver the fast facts stories that you need to know every monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching this on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found so on spotify and stitcher public radio i already cast box all places so if you listen to podcasts find us someone tells you five star review about how beautiful stunning and smart we are we'll see you tomorrow for hump day goodbye goodbye